man, this coffee is good. I mean, it's not fancy pants crap. It's just plain old coffee with a little bit of hazelnut in it. But I really love hazelnut. It just makes the concept of drinking bitter soup a little bit more palatable, you know? I mean, it's it's fake hazelnut flavor, but it doesn't, doesn't really matter. It just makes things more comfy. Uh, much like spending time with my friends, Neff. Hey. And Chris. Hi. Uh, it, it makes a long week that much more palatable. I, I do wish our buddy Kevin was here, uh, but he's currently occupied at the moment. But you know what would make a long week even more palatable? comfy episode of Azeroth Coast to Coast. Hi guys. That's gonna annoy that him to no that end. Slurp is gonna make Kevin neurotic. Wow. I know. That's kind of the point of it. Just, just wow. Uh, it worked out really well, I think. So, how's everybody been doing? Yeah. Good. Uh, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> He's alive. I'm surprised I'm alive. Not gonna lie. Hey, you've had a hell of a week, haven't you, buddy? Yeah, I'm leveling my third ten. <laughs> yeah, well, that and also Wait, work. What? I was saying that was more about work. Oh no, it's, it's work has not been actually as bad. For surprise, I, I know so, you said that you had to. You all were missing up. You were short a bunch of people. For oh a while yeah, there. we're we're so yeah. We had multiple people whose family members have either had symptoms or has tested positive, and I've had to isolate. Um, thankfully, they're starting to filter back because they got the tests were negative. So yay! Uh, but That's other other than that, false positives. Don't don't even start. false negatives. Don't Sorry. even fucking start with that shit. Um, but other other <laughs> here's the thing. Other than that, it's actually work itself has actually been it's really actually- fucking chill, which has been pretty good. Well, that's good. I mean, um, you're getting ready to get up to the the crazy season, so. So my manager knows I'm a giant nerd because her um, her fiance also plays the worlds of Warcrafts. Um, so she was aware that this was going to be an important couple weeks. So she was like, "I won't ask you for overtime unless I really, really need you." There you go. But then you got asked for overtime because she really, really needed me. I know. I figured that was kind of the case. Yep. Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Um, but I mean, right. overtime right before Christmas is nice. It's not a bad thing. I'm also no, doing overtime next week as well. So, Chris, uh, how has your last uh, couple of weeks of gaming been, my man? Um, I mean, World of Warcraft. Was <laughs> uh, sh- a thing. Yep, Shadowlands, Shadowlands, and more Shadowlands. Um, I maxed out my shaman uh, on the Tuesday after work. Okay. Um, that would be on the EU side. EU side, yep. Uh, so he's maxed out. He's now he's now sitting at eight, one eight three eye level, one eight four, something like that. 
Wow, nice. Um, also got Best of Slot Legendary already because it dropped from one of the wings in Torghast. So great. Or yes, Thank you. Thank you. I, I don't have any that. legendaries yet. Um, Me either. He went Revendreth. So he's a, he's a Venthyr. Uh, then I went Priest on, U, on US. He capped out, I want to say Saturday. It was either Friday or Saturday I capped him out. Mm-hmm. Um, he's sitting at like 169, 168, something A lot of like male that. characters this time, Christopher. So here's the thing. Everybody's always like, oh, you're playing female characters. Most of my characters are actually male. Most of my characters are actually male. The exceptions are if, I, if it's an undead, they're always female because I hate the look of the male undeads. I, um, I hate the... I hate most of the male and blood characters? elves. I, I I rotate between male and female blood elves just because the males look good, the but the females look better. I think they're all. I think most of the male character models look kind of trash for the most part. So Volpera, male Volpera are adorable. All Volpera are adorable. Um, so the the priest, my best in slot priest legendary for discipline drops off the second last boss of the raid and I'm not raiding on that account so LFR, come at me in January <laughs> um, and I'm leveling my US shaman because I decided yeah fuck it, I'm going to play the class I much prefer on that account as well so I'm going shaman on that account too uh, he's 59 as of t- before we started recording well, there you go. And I did the choose your own adventure leveling, and I kind of regretted it because the yeah, story leveling would have been faster. Good. Story level, I, it's not it's, as good. it's more fun because I get to do whatever the fuck I want, mm. but it's not as quick. Yeah, it's it's not as efficient in like leveling terms. And I played one game of League of Legends in the last two weeks, and I played Kaisa Ed Carry, and I got a triple kill, and we won our lane, and we won the game. So yay! Yay! Kaisa Kaisa Carry, best AD Carry. Yeah. Yes. Um Neth, what have you been up to, darling? Um, a little bit of Shadowlands. Spawns coming into exams time for university, so I haven't had a lot of time this week to play. Um last week it was easier because they weren't doing a lot of review and stuff yet, but um, this week they've had a lot of extra review and extra homework and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm not going to be rating, so I've been doing. I'm, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it multiple times, but I do everything that I can in a zone before I leave the zone. So now I've been going back and cleaning up the stuff that you know you couldn't do until max level and working on achievements in in areas. Um, I've been working on getting the treasures in the zones and all finishing the last of the side quests, stuff like that. So Full on completionist lady. <laughs> I am, but I mean like look at me when I play look at me when I play Assassin's Creed. Like this is not surprising. Oh no, that's shocks the same no one. thing with Assassin's Creed. Like I have to get absolutely all of the question marks in Assassin's Creed and I did it in Witcher and like so the fact that I, I have to tick off all the treasures and all the all the rare spots and stuff, it's not at all surprising. No, no, I think we all agree this shocks absolutely no one. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> not in the slightest. What about yourself? Uh, but I have I have fun doing it, right? So There you go. As long as you're as long as you're having fun, that's really all that matters at the end of the day. 
I do want to get into and get to see some more dungeons. I've only done like two or three dungeons, I think, total. And I need to get into the mall more, but... <sighs> I'm going to say right now as well, the maw is a big reason as to why I said, fuck it, I'm going shaman again. Just to have uh, travel form. Speed. Yeah. Just to have travel form. Yeah. I get you. I get you. I understand. Because I'll say I right understand. now... That Sorry, been... when I said the maw, I meant Torghast. Oh, okay. Um, but I will say right yeah. now, the maw has been great on Europe because I have travel form. Travel form has is a fucking blessing. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. I get you. I understand. I do. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make anything any better for me. Doesn't I mean I don't hate the maw that much more. Doesn't mean you don't hate shamans and druids for just being shamans and druids. <laughs> yep. Ah, pain in my ass. God damn it. Fucking ages. <laughs> okay. Fucking ages. What, what about you, buddy? What, what about you? I have been playing some Shitterlands. Um, mm-hmm. I got a little bit further in the season of the hunt on Destiny 2, but I now feel like there's too much shit for me to kind of juggle because I'm doing that and Warframe and Shitterlands. And yeah. And we also keep saying that we're going to do some Boulder's Gate, which we never get a chance to do. <laughs> we never get around to doing it. No, we never fucking do. Uh, I mean, we have to redo the entire run at this point. Yeah, so. but I'm kind of interested to do it because of all the changes that they've done that we'll talk about later. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, it definitely seems like something that would be a little bit interesting to see how that ends up going. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm totally okay with just starting a brand new, just getting a brand new run started up on it. Yeah, I love Boulder. Um, yep, uh, fantastic. It, it's been good so far. Uh, it, it still is not Black Isle, but it's still good. It, the thing is, if, if you're one of those people who played, um, oh my god, but Divinity and Divinity 2, mm-hmm. You'll love this game because it's very, very divinity, but with D and D five E mechanics. Yeah, and the problem is, it's like it's attached to a seminal series of games, mm-hmm. so it's oh, it's very different from the other ones. Yeah, it plays the thing is, very I played different. those. I played those when they came out originally. Yeah. So it was a while ago, I, so like things have been oh, gone. Yeah, it's like twenty plus years. Yeah, so it's like twenty that. twenty plus years of de- of development and um, redesigns. It, it makes sense that this is the direction it's went in. Yeah, it makes sense. It doesn't make me happy about it because it's like, oh, this is Baldur's Gate. It should be done. It should be. This should be. This should be explaining the story of the ba- of the uh, the ball spawn and you know the 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 night of fallen gods and all that kind of shit. But it doesn't. And that makes me sad, but I get it. I understand, and I'm looking at the game objectively, not through the eyes of a bitter old man who played the originals. Because you are a bitter old man who played the originals. I am a bitter fucking old man. I admit that much. <laughs> um, I am 152, I think, on my mage. Nice. Um, I picked up a BOE Epic last night flipped it for a severe undercut and I am now making dark moon decks and missives. Did I tell you about when a BOE epic dropped for me in a normal dungeon and how my guild tank freaked out and called me everything under the sun? <laughs> what? So no. okay, so so and I I want to preface this very quickly by saying for the for um Warlords of Draenor 
and for for Mr. Pandaria, I got nothing at the start. I was the healer. That I was, got. I I was the one that was so far behind everyone else that when we started raiding, I had to catch up. Legion. No, sorry, sorry. It was Legion and Warlords. Legion and Warlords. Oh, um, you didn't get the early legendary drop. Yeah, I didn't get any of the early stuff. Legion and Warlords. I was way behind. BFA. I was the one steamrolling and getting ahead of everyone. I, the car, the karma, and the the we're so we feel so sorry for you. Finally caught up to me, and I got everything I needed for like week two. Um, there you go. So this time around, it's happening again, and he brought all of this up. That it all ha- you got it all in fucking war warlords and also and BFA, and you got it all on your alts and just, dude, I, I deserve this. Gotten- I, deserve I haven't this. <laughs> gotten a BOE epic in the first, like, six months in any expansion. I got two in the first week. I mean, I was happy. I I should be able to... F- I spent 45k of the 120 I made and flipped it into Dark Moon decks and missives, and I should make a profit. So I should I, make a pretty decent profit on it. I got two, sold one, used the other, because it's a really good fucking healing mace and decided to no sorry healing shield and then i decided let's buy with the money i've just made this healing one this healing weapon off the auction house and then both my shield and my weapon is 190 (laughs) so i'm set till we raid (laughs) there you go and you and weapons are always weapons like uh Things you wield in your hands are always some of the hardest things to get. That exactly. rings and trinkets. Exactly. So I'm set with my 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 weapon and my shield for raiding. And there you go. There you go, boo boo. I'm so proud of you. I'm, I'm so, so happy. proud of you. Because, <laughs> but the thing is, because because I've been so lucky with the drops, it's given me more time to keep up with you guys in the US and try and do stuff on there mm-hmm. as well. So now, see, if they would just give us universal servers i could just give you this repose deck i already have a repose deck on my european one but i appreciate it's it. it's not good it's not good it works though it gets me into raiding and it gets me into it gives you eye level, level and it gives you gives you a tiny little burst heal and it gives you a good it chunk is, of intellect it's an itsy bitsy burst heal it's a good chunk of intellect man it is a healthy chunk of intellect yes i'm not going to deny that Okay, um, feedback stuff. Anybody? Oh, did we talk to Neff? Yes, we did. Yes, no, we, we did, did talk to Neff. Yes, we did. Okay. You're always last, uh, remember? <clears throat> yep, that's right. I'm always last. Um, feedback stuff. Anybody got anything? Nobody wants to talk to us. Yep, that's fine. No, no, people want to talk to us. Oh, just people um, don't have shit to go on about this, and that's fine. No, we don't have any feedback. Um, I checked Gmail and Twitter. I don't know. Um, Kevin's not here, so nobody bothered checking SoundCloud for our uh, listener. Uh, for our listener, yeah, but he was going to do that. Once, he was going to do that once a month at the end of the month. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we already well, did assume, it for last one. So just assume that uh, it's somewhere within the Anglosphere, within and maybe like one or two outliers that are in foreign language. Yeah, it's probably a healthy thing to suggest and just yeah. to assume because um, this is an English language podcast. Yes, we actually also need to discuss. Um... That's fine. We'll we'll talk about it later. So it's all good. <laughs> off stream uh, conversation. Off screen. Off stream conversation. <laughs> oh, let's jump through the news stuff. Uh, we're possibly going to be just talking lore. So this uh, this is not our bonus lore episode. Nope. This is that just. 
that's still going to be happening. That's going to be uh, Chris and I sitting down and just kind of digging through some stuff. I'm nerding um, But this is probably, we're going to be talking about some of the stuff that's come up. Um, yeah, we'll see how this goes. Yeah, it's got, uh, there will be some tempoil hattery involved. Oh yeah, there will be plenty of it. Um, <clears throat> so, Shadowlands. I, guys, did you hear this game called Shitterlands release? Shitterlands? Uh, I, I think I've heard of it. Shitterlands. Shitterlands? Shitterlands. Some, some game called Shitterlands came on out, and I, I don't know too much about it. It's, 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 it's one of them things with them, with them dragons and skeletons and shit, and I don't know what's going on with it. There's a bunch of skeletons in it. God damn it. <laughs> okay, so, yes, Shadowlands launched. Yay! Um, Shadowlands also caused some servers to shit themselves. Absolutely. One or two of them. Yeah, just, just the the thing is, definitely not all of them. Nowhere near all of them, because for the vast majority of those playing, at least on those servers, totally fine. It was really fucking smooth. Honestly, the the only thing. Okay, so I play on Mac Theradon. It's a high pop server, not a full pop, not a, not a not a full pop. So I was fine. I, the only issue I had was when the quest initially turned on and we were clicking on the death gate to get to Ice Crown. Mm. The the loading screen took about five minutes. But after Ah. that, it was smooth sailing. Um, Oh, I think my favorite story is Seth's. It got to the point where we didn't see any alliance around, so we just leveled all the way to 60 in war mode. We were going to turn it off. We were going to turn it off because people are assholes and we just wanted to level and have some fun with our friends because we leveled as a four-man group it was real fun um and we just kept it on because there was no alliance around okay let's go <laughs> it was great i mean i had a very similar experience with my 50 to 60 leveling i it was super super similar i did i don't really remember seeing any alliance i think i ended up killing three people in total Three or five people, something like that. I don't think we killed anyone because we didn't see any. I think we may have just been ahead of all the alliance. (laughs) Possible. Um, Now, remember, I started my leveling experience days into it because I didn't play for like the first three days. Yes, because because the server barely worked for the first three days. Um, Well, that, and I just really feel like it. So there is a large list of servers that just shit themselves. Um five five na servers uh area 52 the one we play on um frostmourne illidan stormrage tychondrius they're all the u.s servers y'all just broke <laughs> yep. um european black can blackmore um dantrag draenor uh x i have no idea how to say that one x let me see I'm not doing you keep talking. You'll keep talking. Uh, Hygel, Kazakh, Mal- Malganis, Silvermoon, uh, Tyrer, and Twisting Nether all broke on night one. X and Kessel. X and Kessel, is that how you pronounce that? Uh, it's German, so I'm assuming. Uh, that'll be one of the Kessel. German servers. That'll be one of the German servers. Okay. Uh, or Ikes and Kessel. Ikes and Kessel. Ikes and Kessel. Okay. Um, but yeah, all of those servers just. No. We, we don't want to work. We're done. Go away. Uh, and if they did work, they experienced ridiculously high server queues up to four to six hours, depending on how many people were in queue. Um, Blizzard have since uh, turned on 
free realm transfers for all of these realms. Uh, one of our guys actually was on Kazakh, and obviously we play Marganus. So he had a main on, uh, not Marganus, um, Magtheridon. So he had a main on Magtheridon, and then he, all of his alts on Kazakh just transferred all of them in one go for free. It was great. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, y'all talk, uh, expl explain night one, because I think, Neth, were you around for it? Um, was I on for night one? I couldn't get on for that. I was, I was just playing the Q game night one. It was, so night one was a lot of, we were stuck at the loads, like you would get to the character screen and either the character screen would be black or, you know, your character would show up and then you would go in and it would say character not found or you would go in and you would get, because most of us had parked in Ogremar, so you would get the loading screen for Ogremar and we'd be like, we were all comparing how far we were on the load screen on the basis of where we were on Tyrande's boobs. Because her <laughs> boobs were right on the... <laughs> right on the bar so it'd be like oh i have made it to the left boob or i am between the boobs or i've gotten past the boob and i am on her arm now but like that was our whole night was like oh oh i have made it to another boob so essentially is what she's saying is everyone on our discord just spent the entire night staring at taranda's rack basically yes <laughs> basically yes and, and just and, and just like oh Oh wait, I think my load screen. Oh, I crashed. Damn it! <laughs> okay, I have to start now, all over again. <laughs> so I had both clients up. I had US and EU on at the same time, about ready to log in, just purely so I could turn on my priest rested uh, XP bar, so I could get rested. I want to say about nine o'clock, or between nine and ten o'clock, just cut, and I couldn't get back on. I was like, oh no, the server shit itself. Oh no. Y'all are gonna, y'all are gonna just not have fun tonight. <laughs> I felt I mean, so I bad for you. Having fun on launch night a long time ago. I had fun tonight. I had fun on launch night. We could, like, this is honestly, if it, what if, with the exception of those realms I listed off, <clears throat> this has been the smoothest expansion launch Blizzard has ever done. Yeah, it, it, was, it was overall a very smooth expansion launch. But yeah, there there were definitely some issues. Yes, there were issues. Yes, hundred um, percent. If anyone denies there being issues, they clearly don't actually pay attention. Or they're a Blizzard shill. Or they're a Blizzard shill. Which, let's be honest, we have proven we are not. <laughs> which seems like there's fewer and fewer of those every day. Yeah, kinda a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, um, while leveling up, uh, obviously because I was able to do most of it on night one. The one thing we were so worried about with everyone getting flooded into the same leveling path were bottlenecks. Do y'all remember Mr. Pandaria? Yup. The uh, Warlord the Drainer with the telescope? Uh, yeah. So that was our, one of our biggest concerns. Not a single bottleneck. Yeah, there were no, there was nothing that really said, hey, you have to do this thing. This is required for progression, but it's set up in a really stupid way so that only one person at a time can do it kind of thing. Yeah, there was nothing like that, and it was really fucking good. I, I just, I remember, I remember Mr. Pandaria, and I remember the absolute shit show, because uh, we were Alliance at the time, of us trying to shoot the boats and get those barrels mm -hmm. and just going around this one boat going around and around for about 30 minutes before you got it and then you have to do it the same for the next boat around and around mm -hmm. <sighs> that quest still sucks that quest still sucks 
Um, but yeah, there was nothing like that's that. just because that's poor design on Blizzard part. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But the, the, this is an engaging mechanic: <laughs> vehicle fights. Yay! Vehicle combat. Uh, damn you, war! Damn you, Wrath of Lich King box. Yep. Hey, hey, hey! We're not even gonna get into the Wrath of Lich King box. It has so <laughs> many promises untapped. Okay. <laughs> Dance Studio, where are you? Yup. They'll say, oh, well, we put the dance studio in the garrison. Remember? There was a there was a garrison quest for that. And remember, we have the auction house dance studio mini event that happens every few months. Yeah, totally. That's totally a compelling piece of gameplay content that we involved ourselves in. <laughs> yeah, no, not bitter at all. Nope, not still at all. Not bitter. Not Ten at years all. on, still not bitter. Not at all. Um... But yeah, zero bottlenecks. It was very, very smooth in regards to just getting through it all night one. Yay! <laughs> you, you sound so better, just in general, mate. I know. No, not in the slightest, motherfucker. Um, so, yeah, uh, that was a series of things that happened. Uh, but yeah, overall, it's been pretty well. It's It's pretty good um i have yet to see if there's a catch-up mechanic it is there is which there is i haven't seen it yet the renowned catch-up mechanic is a thing yeah uh do content renown will drop and there you go well i'm currently at i believe renown four. Oh, so you're you're in what you can get this week so you'll have to do those okay so things. it's it's two renown a week basically yeah okay Okay, so that's good. I had no idea what the no, renown cap was. You, you'll get you'll be able three to, last no, no, week? no, no. So it's, it was, you could go up, you could get up to three last week and get up to six this week. So, but but because you're at four, you are caught up to everything you can get from the previous week. So now you just have to do the current week's content. Uh, I haven't. It hasn't given me. It hasn't offered me anything, and I can't continue my covenant storyline until I get to renown five. So you've done you've done the collecting souls and the more. Mm-hmm. You've done mm-hmm. the anima. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that means I did my so and I did my uh, to, emissaries. You need to do some dungeons, or you need to do some PvP because victories will has a chance to drop renown, which is the catch up mechanic, and boss kills have a chance to drop renown, which is the catch up mechanic. All right. Yep, I haven't done any dungeons yet. I was waiting until it got to heroic. So that's it. Yeah, even even normal bosses will drop renown. Yeah, I was just waiting completely until I got to Heroic to, before I started going into Dungeons. So you will be able, you will get one more drop from rena- from your catch up renown, and then you'll get your final renown by doing your campaign. Okay. And that'll be you All caught right. up. Okay. So uh, we were it. So they aired on the it, they aired on the generous side with the renown catch up mechanic, which is good. Which is that was what we were worried about when yeah. we discussed this originally. But the, the was th- that the renown catch up mechanic th- would not allow you to catch up efficiently. But the thing is with the renown, with the exception of obviously getting your conduits and all that, um, everything that with the exception of the conduits, the the, the exception, Jesus Christ, with the exception of the soul binds system, everything else with your everything else with the covenant yep that's what i'm looking for is pretty optional the only major thing is the soul binds once you get all your soul binds unlocked unless you really want to get the mounts unless you want to get the transmog sets you kind of don't have to which is kind of which is pretty good i mean the mounts are really the only thing i'm really digging into it for yeah so. i want i want the title the venthyr give you the title of count 
I want to be Count Akari. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I, that I would actually be pretty freaking I cool. want to be Count Akari, and I think the female one is Countess. Probably, that makes sense. Which it makes sense. Yep. Considering that's the feminization of Count. Yep. So I, I, I want to be Count Akari. That needs to be a thing. I have no idea what the titles for Maldraxxus for Necrolords are. To see them, uh, but... if you go to your renowned UI, go right along to 40, and just hover over it, it'll tell you what it is. You don't care. Not in the slightest. Um, Necrolords is tier two for Mage anyways. So, But I just I liked the whole aesthetic, and I liked the whole concept of the Necrolords. So that's why I'm a Necrolord. I said the day that the event you were announced i was going to be a vent theorem i mean <laughs> i know because you're a fucking edge lord and i don't know how you aren't covered in paper cuts with all those edges you're carrying i stand by that the vent are the coolest covenant i stand by it okay i, I just looked i guess the hand of the archon oh that's a good one that's a good one. That's a bit too close to Hand of a Doll for me. I was me. I'm just thinking that, though. That. Yeah, I was just thinking that. That's a that. bit that's too close to Hand of a Doll. You're going to have to go ahead and change that for me. Um, I I was going to go... I was, So, this, again, this was before like any of the Covenant abilities were announced. I decided I was going Re- Venthyr. Revendra. Uh, Cur- oh, my God. Venthyr, yeah. There's so many different names. Edge Boys. Edge Boys, thank you. I decided I was going Edge Boys. It just so happens that for Resto Shaman, that's pretty, that's one of the good ones. <laughs> it it worked out that boys. way. It worked out that way. Um, for all my other characters, yeah, I got I, I got lucky. Mine worked out too. For all my other characters, I just I'm like my Death Knight. I my not my Death Knight, Demon Hunter. I have decided I'm going uh, down the Necrolord purely because I want to see that story, and that I'm going to level my de- my death Demon Hunter. Hunter is going to go uh, Night Fae because I'm going to level my Hunter. Hunter's my was my first mm-hmm. ever character. That thing gets leveled every expansion, and that thing will continue to get leveled every expansion. And yeah. my priest is Kyrian because that one kind of made thematical sense as well as I want to see the story. Yeah, there you go. Um, so let's jump out of this and get through the new stuff before we uh, continue going down these uh, rabbit holes. Yep. Uh, so we've already um, we've already mentioned the server stability issues. Um, that's so. server stability issues. Um, so world first level 60 was uh, on EU. Yay! It was on Alakir. It was Monkey Lol. Uh... I, I, I wonder if these people stop and think on these 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 paths to to world first what their name is. I wonder if they stop and think about that at any point. So the only time I ever tried to get world a server first even was back in Mesa Pandaria and I lost it by like a minute. No. I got server oh, second. That, that would upset me so much to be like that close. I wasn't that far I away. wasn't so upset because the person that got it was in my guild. Oh, okay. Well, that's not bad. So this, I got server second priest. Oh, some disconnected. Bye, Craig. Bye, Craig. I'm going to bring him back. Uh, just so it doesn't... Just, just so we have the cameras working. Yep. Okay, there we go. Um, so I, yeah, the guy, the one in my guild got server first. I got server second by like a minute, so I was really sad. Yep. But it was fun. It was uh, really fun to do. Good. Um, 
We're not going to go over that one. Uh, but hey, WoW Classic, Nax launched. Yeah, Nax launched. Uh, it was cleared in 90 minutes. Cleared in an hour and a half. First boss died in... It my mind. It doesn't First boggle boss my died mind in because it's 16-year-old content that they know the tactics to yeah, and they know where to get all the best stuff. Yeah. And... Okay, that's fair. Because, like, I, I remember doing it back in the day and it was like... It, it, you know, like, patchwork was a gear check because it was, you know, you had to be able to meet a certain amount of DPS to get past patchwork. And but it, we also know we also <laughs> like, know a lot uh, of... Uh, there's a lot of tactics that you could use nowadays that you didn't think about back then. Yeah, because... To it, juggle this kind of shit. You were, it yeah. was all new. It was all new and shiny. Yeah. Yep. Because, uh, I mean, there's, there's, there's trinket and equipment and enchant combinations that people weren't thinking of back then. That you could use nowadays. Um, people were doing split runs for getting geared for specific boss fights better than they were in the past. Things like that. That's it's just people are more efficient about things nowadays. Yep. Um, yeah. Just it's, it's that much more efficient, and it, they're like fucking. Paladins. Paladins are actually considered decent tanks at this juncture mm -hmm. in classic. What? Because people understand how threat mechanics work correctly yep. now. What? Paladins. Paladins are actually uh, in certain edge cases. Paladins are considered better. Uh, a, a solid tank choice. Uh, it's it's wild as fuck. I know. Yeah, so super the, cla weird. the classic that is being played right now isn't the classic we played because we know so much more than what we did back then. We can take advantage of stuff. Think of the world buffs. Yep. Oh yeah, the world buff stacking. That wasn't really a major thing. Yeah. It, 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 like stacking yeah. the world buffs the way that we do nowadays, the way that they do now on classic is ridiculous no i mean we used to do that not as much as it what not as much as it's done now nowhere near as much as it's done now yeah now it is you're stacked well the thing is you're now stacking a lot more than you would have in the past i remember doing uh i remember going and doing bwl and molten core and going and getting the ubers buff mm-hmm You'd go get like Uber's buff, and you would see if somebody else on the server had uh, Oni Head or something like that for the, you know, Warlord's Cry, uh, Warchief's Cry, and things like that. But you weren't going out and going like, okay, we need to very carefully have your Alliance character go do this thing so we can mind control them so we can get this effect. I don't think it was that heavy back then in that kind of stuff. I, I honestly don't think it was that bad. Nowadays, it's like insane. Nowadays, it's like people have multiple alts who are fresh so they can go and get the drops. Yup. It's insane. It's... I, I think that it has been optimized to add infinitum at this point. Which is which is what the WoW, which is what the retail community does. Which is what the WoW community yep. in general does. Yep. Optimize, we, optimize, optimize. Yeah. So that's... It's, it's all down to numbers nowadays. That's why I, I said, and I, I stand by it, the classic that's being played right now nothing like the classic no it's it's ago. not real classic you're right you're right um we didn't have a whole lot more going on in the general news section um 
Chris, you had a hots thing in here. Yep, uh, the Hogger patch is now live. Uh, Hogger, the <laughs> the Scourge of Elwyn is live in Heroes of the Storm as a mobile half-ranged bruiser. He looks real fun. I haven't had a chance to try him yet because, wow. Um, but he has uh, some really interesting abilities that really work super well in tandem together so he's got his passive which is loot horde you'll throw some a pile of junk at an area that axes terrain for five seconds when it expires it drops meat the hogger can use to heal himself um his pass his active trait his passive trait uh, rage it he gains rage when attacking and dealing damage uh, and hogger's abilities cooldowns will refresh uh, for every two points of rage he has um there's basic attacks. We have uh, his Q, which is staggering blow, swings a chain in a wild arc, dealing damage and knocking back enemy heroes. If an enemy collides with terrain, they are stunned, and Hogger will gain rage. Uh, uh, Eztro, Extro, Eztro Dynamite, whatever it's called. It's his W. He tosses a, a boot full of dynamite. Literally a shoe full of dynamite. Um, upon detonation, uh, enemies will take damage and are slowed. And the uh, the dynamite will instantly explode when hitting an enemy hero. And Hogger Chris. gains rage. Yes, hi. Easy throw. Oh, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, easy throw dynamite. That makes more sense. There you go, buddy. That go makes ahead. more sense. Thank you, buddy. Uh, Hog Wild. Uh, Hog- Hogger will become unstoppable and uncontrollable and will spin around like a crazy tornado. He will ricochet off terrain uh, that he hits and will deal damage to nearby enemies and increases uh, is increased by 1% for each current rage point. Uh, ricocheting off terrain will refresh the duration of the spin so you will spin constantly if you keep banging off terrain it doesn't deal damage to structures though uh, his ultimates, we've got two we've got the Hodgepult Hedge, Hordapult Hordapult, yep, I can't read today Hordapult Horde, yeah. uh, launches an impaired loot horde uh, with hogger attached will deal damage in area, slow enemies uh, and the Hordepol, uh loot horde lasts for up to 20 seconds, uh, but decays rapidly while Hogger isn't near it. Uh, and it will explode and create lots of meat for Hogger to heal. Shockwave, which I think is probably the more interesting one, uh, slams the ground, sending out a shockwave that travels a lot in a long line, hitting enemies uh, and stunning them. Probably the one where people are more than likely going to take. Uh, enemies... Only hit by shockwave take damage and are uh, sorry. Enemies hit by the initial will be stunned for longer. Enemies that are only hit by the secondary shockwave will be stunned for a short period of time and take less damage. CC, that's probably the one that people are going to take. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh yeah, um, I think Hortipult is going to be really interesting for a uh, bunch them up and blow them up mm-hmm. burst. Uh, burst composition, but Shockwave will be just the better, like, hunting ability. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you also need to determine what the range on that uh, Horde Pult is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, th- so. I think it's a pretty decent range, and I think his level 20 will buff that. Uh, 
horde pouts. No, it just buffs the amount. It just buffs the actual horde itself. It doesn't actually buff the range of it. Yep. So yeah, interesting. He looks fun. Um, as a quick point for the Nexus Anomaly that they usually add every 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 uh, hero patch, they are removed because previous ones they kept in as part of the game baseline now. But mm -hmm. the pre previous one, the Gladiator's Medallion, they are removing it. Um, uh, so they said that the while there are th there are many things that we we both did and did not like about the experimental change, it wasn't a clear enough win for us to keep it going forward. Um, uh, despite despite the issues uh, we have with the medallion, we believe that the idea still has some promise. So you may see some more experimentation in the future. Uh, and they haven't actually. I don't believe that they have announced. Uh, we also wanted to remind you that we will not be doing seasonal Nexus Anomalies going forward. So the Medallion was the last Nexus Anomaly uh, going forward, uh, and it was the only one that didn't stay in the game. There you go. So bye-bye, Nexus Medallion. Fuck off! I kept forgetting to use it. <laughs> I kept forgetting it was there. I get you, Ben. Kind of glad it's gone. Um, in our final bit of general, in the general blizzard sort of. Swear to God, if you if you drop another Hearthstone bomb, I will. No, I'm not dropping another Hearthstone bomb. I'm just gonna say that Blizzard still has not issued any sort of real response or statement beyond a band aid that really wasn't even a band aid. Um, and I would like to welcome all of the Hearthstone players out there to the Magic the Gathering community, basically, because this is what Magic has been doing to us for the past 10 years plus. So, hi, welcome to the party, guys. Because <laughs> Magic just released a $250 uh, premium Commander's Spellbook, basically, Commander's uh, Spellbook for... You uh, and I need to sit down and just play some Runeterra, and you can see what that one's like. <laughs> I, I, I've got an idea of what it's like, but uh, yeah, it's uh, so it's two hundred fifty dollars, and it's a it's a physical box. It has eight cards in it that is not worth two hundred and fifty dollars in foil. Wait, it's that's eight it? cards for two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, eight fucking yeah. cards. Yeah, yeah, it's not worth two hundred fifty bucks in foil, because um, people are crazy. That's why. Um, what the, the other one I think is. A hundred dollars, and it's still not worth it. Like the non-foil version, but yeah, yeah. Can, no, um, can I just I'm say you card-playing motherfuckers are insane? <laughs> yeah, I know we are. We are. It. This has been the reality. So the games, like Magic, wasn't this bad in the beginning. You didn't need all this money in the beginning to play Magic. In fact, Magic started as a draftable game. That was the whole purpose of magic was to draft the game you weren't meant to play this in what is called the standard format the whole original purpose of magic was to get some booster packs some draft packs and go play with your buddies and just go do a quick draft with your friends that was it you weren't supposed to it was not designed initially to be a constructed card game it was designed as a draft game and the game was meant to be played, not to be collected. But people have people there. There is a whole community called Magic Finance. Welcome to people that. <laughs> yeah, that has turned the game from something you play into something you speculate on. There are whole portfolios built on what's called Power Nine, which are some of the rarest cards in Magic. 
there are there are investment portfolios built on Power Nine, and that's insane. <clears throat> it's just like the comics boom, and I cannot wait for the bubble to burst at some point. Uh. So yeah, Ness, something about uh, Intara Dune Tassadar Phoenix Rises. Centauro oh. did. Wait, what? Oh, just just go into it. Love, he's being weird. Okay. Um. So Ubisoft fangirl. Sorry, uh, Taladar rises. What? It's he's still being God. weird. Just let him go. <laughs> just, just do your thing. Okay. So Immortals Phoenix Riding blah, 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 Rising released this week. Um. I knew I was probably going to want to play it just because of the Greek mythology. Um, I've been watching streamers play it since release to see, you know, like, is this something I'm going to need to get sooner or later? You know, like, wait for it to go on sale. What kind of game is it going to be? And for me, it has definitely become a need to play. It's the humor is like one giant ongoing dad joke with like really dry sarcastic punny kind of humor um the greek mythology makes my inner nerd super fucking happy and the gameplay looks like like a like breath of the wild and assassin's creed had like this really adorable greek mythology baby and i need to fucking play it <laughs> so and, and the thing is i've heard i love puns but at the same time i've i've heard that it has been compared to Hades as like Hades younger brother that's trying to be cool like the older brother but still good enough eh, you know what I, I love Hades I've played Hades I don't really feel like like that in terms of dialogue and things like that is what is being compared to eh, dialogue no. overall storyline things of that nature I've I've seen a I mean, lot of the, these comparisons. The the overall storyline is Greek mythology. And you know, the game came out of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. The team that did Odyssey also did this game because when they were doing Odyssey, they were doing research into the mythology storylines for tying stuff into the um, Assassin's Creed lore and really got caught. The team got really caught up in like all the fucked up stories there are in Greek mythology because like, let's face it, there's a lot of fucked up stories. You know, like, Zeus was either turning people into animals or he was turning turning himself into an, an animal to fuck somebody. Like, the Greek mythology is weird in an awesome way, but it's fucking weird. Um, so, you know, like, it, yeah, I guess people can make the argument that, yeah, it's the same storyline, but it's Greek mythology. Anything based on Greek mythology is going to be the same storyline. It's a set storyline. <laughs> Yeah. Greek mythology, there's a lot of different shit going on there. There's a lot of different interpretations. Yeah. But I mean, and a lot of different know, epochs to yeah, go through. Yeah, and I mean, like, Hades is focusing specifically on underworld stuff. Phoenix Rising is focusing, focusing specifically on um, having to rescue the gods because they've been. I don't want to give too many spoilers, but they've had to face something from another part like it, it's a different part of greek mythology like it's not even the same section of greek mythology you know like having studied classics at school like it, there's 
there's huge differences between A and B, and to say that there's they're oh they're the same storyline just because they're both I like mythology. I never said that. I no, never I'm, said I'm that's what saying people you were saying. Did. I'm just saying, like you know, I'm saying it's being eh. compared to, not that it's the same, just that it's being compared to in terms of dialogue delivery and sort of like the kind of not the story itself, but how the story plays out. Yeah. I was gonna say you, we compare WoW and Final Fantasy yeah. all the time. They're not the same game, but they, they, there's there's ways to compare things. Yeah, the, the the humor being the humor being one of the things that a lot of people are calling out specifically, sort of like being comparable to the humor that exists within Hades. Yeah, I honestly haven't really found the humor super similar like they both they have they both have humor but i don't find hades was like i didn't find hades was like super dad jokey oh god there's so many fucking dad jokes really in that game. i didn't, there's so many I didn't dad find it dad jokey could, like, this, could this, this be like... nets could this be nets uh ubisoft ep e-girl ep being a little biased here <laughs> No, 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 no! I'm just saying, like, I... but a lot of the interactions with Hades and a lot of the interactions with Orpheus and Eurydice and um... see, I'm not. I'm also not super far into Hades, mm. so maybe it's more. It gets more dad jokey from they're, where they're, I they're, am. Cause... It's very dry dad jokes, so it's not things that are. It's not like, hey, stud, are you winning yet? kind of dad jokes it's very subtle dry dad jokes. oh my yeah, god i see, want I, I want a game where the da- where the, the protagonist is dad and just like are you winning yet that needs to be a but, thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's more the flavor of the dad jokes in phoenix yeah it's no more... i want that specific line <laughs> they, they, you know what? I would not so shock me if it was in Phoenix at some point. Because I mean, like when the credits start to roll, Zeus just kicks the door open. Hey, son, are you winning yet? But but I mean, like when the credits start to roll, Zeus goes like, "It's over. Go home." Oh no! <clears throat> Sorry, I'm okay. I think he's fucked up. I'm okay. I'm just gonna grab my water yeah, bottle. Yeah, broken. Seconds. Okay. Okay. Fine. Um, but yeah, uh, no, and, and, and but the no, gameplay, yeah, definitely. I've seen a lot of comparisons with Breath of the Wild, um, and a little bit of comparisons with like see, uh, Assassin's Creed. And I've I've watched a few. I've watched a few streamers, um, and also talking with a couple of other people that say that you know, like, yeah, it's a lot like Breath of the Wild, but better. Um, I, now I've heard the, the other way. I've heard it's like Breath of the Wild, but not as good. See, now, I've heard from a lot of people who, like, didn't really super enjoy Breath of the Wild because they felt it was missing certain things and that they feel that this game has the things that Breath of the Wild was missing. Yeah, and it's like, and then everybody's going to have a different opinion and a different run on it and how it goes. So, and that's fine because that everybody's opinion is everybody's going to I was going to say, that just comes down to individual opinion because for me, I really, really enjoy Breath of the Wild. So potentially, if I, I honestly, if I played this game, I, I would. I, so for, potentially for me, if I played this game, I might say eh, it's good, but Breath of the Wild was better because I really enjoyed Breath of the Wild. So yeah. that's what it comes. So, it comes yeah. out of personal opinion. It, it's just like assholes, you know. Everyone's got one, and they all stink. Mm-hmm. You okay there, Neth? You okay, honey? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I just giggled. Okay, giggled. You giggled. Am I not giggled? No, not allowed at all. Anything, anything else for Phoenix Rising? No. Okay. I'm not talking to you anymore. I'm done. I wanted. I wanted to do a very quick mention for CD Projekt Red news. Um, Cyberpunk has yet to be delayed. Might still happen. Yes. You never know. But so far, I no mean, delay yet. Our our dear friend Seth has gotten his collector's edition, his physical collector's edition. Yeah, I know. When he wasn't supposed to. Yeah, I know. Best Buy fucked up. Yeah, they did. Um, but you know, delays might still happen because you know, yep. Cyber CD Project Red. Based on based on the information we've seen, there is going to be a massive day one patch. Yep. And potentially like a day two patch. Yep. Um, we it's looking like it's going to need a lot of patching to get to yep. where it needs to be, where it wants to be. And they could just delay that. They just go. If they did that, though, oh, my God, there would be riots in the streets. Yep. <laughs> no kidding. I think so. They have would actually no chance go to, to their headquarters and burn it down. Like, I don't encourage people to do that. Don't do that. Do not do that under any circumstances. But I imagine there are people out there who will or want to. Or anything in Poland. Just just stay away from Poland unless you live in Poland. Poland's beautiful. Go to Poland. Actually, actually, I want to go to Poland someday. No, there's a lot of history there. Like, I I, I would love to go. I want to go to Norway. Norway's gorgeous. Oh, I so want to go to so Nor- Actually, I would love to live in Norway. No, so would I. Norway's gorgeous. I mean, Hi, I, I welcome love- to Azeroth Travelogs Coast to Coast. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's so many places <laughs> in Europe that are just beautiful and I want to go, okay? <laughs> and you live in I mean, Europe. us go on a tangent? Yes, Never. but I'm not going to bring Brexit into this conversation. <laughs> I was going to say, I you could have done a vape for about 30 minutes. I was gonna vent for about thirty minutes about Brexit, but I'm not doing it now. <laughs> Probably a good idea. You could have I mean, do. done it before Brexit, dumbass. Yeah, well, I figured the rest of the country wouldn't be the rest of the UK wouldn't be stupid, but guess what? England and Wales exist. Uh huh. Uh, let's see. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3, the next, I believe this is patch 3. Uh, patch 3, yeah. Yeah, patch 3 is out uh, for early access. Uh, and as yeah. they have mentioned several times, huh? And you know what? They're actually listening mm-hmm. to a shit ton of the feedback. Yep, they've, they've uh, taken a lot of user feedback. Um, so... Uh, to the point that old saves are now broken and completely incompatible yes. with the game as it stands with the new patch. Uh, there is a workaround utilizing going to a beta build. They are utilize- they have a beta build that is also available, that uh, a beta program build that uh, will be compatible with your old saves. So you will still be able to continue playing your old save if you so choose. Um, um, but a lot of the things that the a lot of things that are they're changing in this build are things that the community as a whole has been primarily asking for um like your companions not being a giant bag of dicks yeah like only one companion wasn't a giant bag of dicks everyone else was just an asshole yep seriously judgy motherfuckers yeah there's only one there's only one that i could think of on the playthroughs i've had that wasn't just a complete dickwad not a judgy piece of shit yeah 
Um, but they've also done some other stuff. There's been a lot of QOL changes, some quality of life changes that are going to be happening that have happened with this update. This update is currently live, by the way. Yes. Um, one of the big things is that they've updated, uh, they've given updates to non-combat XP. So if you figure out how to get past an encounter without actually having to kill people, P now for that, rather than having to just, oh, well, Grange. I want to level up. <laughs> want to level up so i guess i'm just gonna stab this guy in the kidneys so from from that and which i'm really glad about the the way that they've designed that it kind of looks like they're going more along the milestone route for xp with it, it looks like it's a lot more towards milestone yeah, yeah. It, there's it's a lot more towards milestone but it's also a bit more oh you, you you're still get so you'll still get xp for murder so it's a combo i like yeah. i like it so if you so choose to you can go get xp for murdering people yeah. or, or you can go get xp for um chatting not murdering people. Uh, another really, really small quality of life, but it's in such a big way needed. Your companions and party will follow you when you jump across a river. You don't yeah, have to so micromanage that shit. Yep. Uh, another one, and another one that I think is the last one I want to mention is that they have uh, retuned most of the conversation-based skill checks in the game. Yes. Which is a big deal because DCs. we failed like every single one of our conversation checks when Which we did our playthrough what? during uh so, we did our playthrough. So Neth, when you speak to someone and you have to make a role to actually see if you what you say like emanates with convince them, convince them or persuade yeah, them. Yeah. Um there uh, is a there is what's oh, called okay. a DC, okay. a difficulty check. So you have to roll so the dice will roll and if you succeed or fail, that depend determines what happens. Um but a lot of those DCs were real fucking high for something that was higher really, than they should have been yeah okay. they were way higher, higher than they should have been. been so they rebalanced some of those and made them a bit more make sensey um mm -hmm. and there's there's two that i really want to go back and try and see what happens because see what they've changed them to because uh -huh. one that i'm thinking of is is game changing in regards to your um relations with certain people um, so that one needs to be looked at, and I want to see how what they've done there. Um, um, that's all I really wanted to talk about with the Baldur's Gate stuff. How about you, Chris? There's Anything two more I wanted up? to mention. Um, they have rebalanced short rests and long rests. So for every one long oh, yeah. rest, you get two short rests now, which is double the adventuring. Yay! <laughs> I'm happy mm -hmm, about that. It's mm -hmm, really good. Mm -hmm. uh, especially if you play a warlock, because you get everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Same thought process, mate. Yeah. Um, and they have rebalanced uh, cantrips and changed some f uh, surface interactions. One of the biggest gripes that people have had is with um, cantrips and certain powerful uh, true spells uh, hitting and colliding with uh, surfaces when the way you're lined up it's very clear that shouldn't be happening so they've changed a lot of the surfaces and rebalanced a lot of that around to make sure that that doesn't happen anymore um as well as rebalancing the cantrips themselves specifically firebolt area frost and acid splash to no longer create surfaces on impact so you won't set yourself on fire and die because of your firebolt unless you know that's it's in a pool of something that is flammable. That's what you're into. Uh, yeah, that too. Uh, it, Firebolt will still set uh, flammable surfaces uh, on fire, and Rear Frost will still freeze water and blood puddles. But other than that, it won't create surfaces. Which, really good change, because that doesn't happen in D&D &D 5e. 
Yep. Interesting fact, uh, I think you mentioned it while we were off stream. Uh, mm-hmm. Last week alone, and this is from the notes, uh, seven over 78,000 players died by fire, uh, making that... Uh, <laughs> 28.6% of player deaths for that week were by setting themselves on fire. Oh my god! Seriously, that's awesome. Yep. That's some very granular data. Yep. <laughs> they have some really interesting factoids on these patch notes. Yep. Um, Larian likes to do that. Where's the... Uh, that was a little spoilery. Let's not talk about that one. That was a little spoiler. Because there's a really yep. interesting factoids that's a little spoiler. Um, but yeah, there's a f- we'll have the full list of changes and updates as well as the factoids if you want to read them in the show notes. Yep. Yep. Uh, Chris, you had something about uh, League of Poop. League of Poop. <laughs> um, the, I, I'm afraid I'm not familiar with that game. Neither Please am I, but whatever. Tell me more, maybe? I'm uh, not sure. He, he's got some quick farts for us. Go ahead so, and give us those quick farts. Uh, okay, League of Legends I'm has... 12. Uh, you really are. League of Legends has, has uh, got their newest champion on the public test environment to be tested and played by the people who have access to it. Um, Rill, the Iron Maiden. Uh, now, from what it looks like, she is a support. She looks like a new support. I think we just got a new support, didn't we? I believe so, yes. I don't know, did you? I'm pretty sure Seraphine's a support. Is that the anime chick? That's anime yeah. chick who sings the songs the and does the dance, which I haven't heard anything about. Okay. Yet. Oh, that that was that was okay. that was thrown out. It was thrown out completely. It was okay, completely good. thrown out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we, she's she looks like a new support. She looks real fun, actually. She's a, a physical murder kind of kind of support. Uh. It makes me think of Poppy. Yeah, that kind of makes me think. Which Poppy support, by the way. She is fun. Poppy support was always good. Poppy support, yeah, but with, even with a with a with a rework, even better, even better. Which rework? Because she's had multiple. The current, the current rework. I remember her original form back in the day. Then they reworked her into a little bit so that her slam was a little bit more intuitive. Yeah, her no, slam no, used to I'm, be stupid. I'm talking about her entire full kit redesign. Okay, she got a full kit redesign okay. a few years ago. And Poppy is Poppy pops off. Poppy is wonderful. Um, but yeah, this uh, she she looks really fun. Uh, she has some uh, really cool skins uh, that's coming along with her actually, and there's a really cool new battle queen Diana skin that is gorgeous. I want it. I I really want it. I don't even well, play Di- I don't even play Diana, and I want it. <laughs> I will learn Diana to get that just because of that skin. There you go. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll, we'll have full list of uh, the abilities and all the skins that are occurring coming in the new uh, pre-patch build, a uh, pre-season build uh, for you to have a gander at. Ooh, oh, I there want, you go. I want that Elderwood Ivar skin. Okay, I need to stop looking at these skins or I'm going to spend money. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, last thing on this, uh, we didn't really put too much. This was low effort news day for us. So uh, the last thing I'm going to mention that Monster Hunter World, the two-year-old game uh, in the Monster Hunter series, which was the one of the first big PC releases, uh, the first PC release they've done. Um, is currently being review bombed by Chinese IPs because, of course, Paul W.S. fucking Anderson. Um, if you didn't know, there is a Monster Hunter movie out. 
that we have been shit talking and trashing as much as we humanly can because it is another Paul W.S. Anderson and Mila Jovovich. Jovovich. It uh, is, it is. But I watched the trailer. The trailer looks not too bad. And the first trailer was terrible. Um, so, um, yeah, it's getting review bombed currently. There was over a thousand negative reviews placed on the game because of a dumb joke in the movie that should not have probably been in there, but it's a Paul W.S. Anderson what movie. What was so the joke? I'm not going to repeat it. Oh, it's, it's not kind of joke. Really a, it's not, no, it's not even really a joke is the problem. It's not even really a joke. A character in it goes, what kind of knees are these? And one of the other characters goes, Chai, C-H-I, knees. Ooh. That's it. I mean, in this in this day and age, that's just super cringy. Yeah, it's cringy, but not... yeah, it's just a dumb, dumb joke. That's not. That's not. Uh, but the problem call. is, uh, the problem is, we have no context for. I have not seen the movie, so I don't understand the context of the line. Is the problem? Yeah, that's the problem. We don't have the context. Out of context, that's not great. Out of context, it's terrible. That yeah, is just not great. Out fuck. of context, out of context, it's dumb as fuck but yeah so that's the thing it's currently being review bombed let's see if steam's protection actually kicks in anytime soon um, <laughs> so yeah i don't have anything about gaming uh, i don't think they've really announced anything they had a sale all books for 20 bucks on dnd beyond but yeah, I don't they know were. If that's even still going on um, I think that is finished i'm just double checking because i always have DND pretty DND certain that one's over um, uh, the Cyber Week deals through to tomorrow, so fifteen uh, percent off okay. all books so, using the D and DDB fifteen at checkout. There you go. I might use that to right. get. I might use that today to actually to get Tasha's. Book. Yeah, to get Tasha's. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think you have okay. Tasha's. I don't have Tasha's I, yet. Don't yell at me! Woohoo! Mm -hmm. Treasure Sebastian, Treasure Revenge done. Woman. You've been playing this whole time. <laughs> Turn Look, I get limited time to play. Game Look, off. I have little time to play today, <laughs> but I haven't been playing to level my I shaman. I am not gonna touch the. I am not gonna get to touch the computer again for almost a solid week once the kid gets home from his dad's today. So yes, I have been running around looting treasures while we're talking. And if I hadn't this... said that, you would never have known. <laughs> this bitch. This. This bitch right here. This wedge. Dare Wedge. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Such a dick. <laughs> Motherfucker. I finished all the trailers. As a point, <laughs> you can never give Kevin shit for playing a game while shit we're doing anymore. shit ever again. You can't give ever Kevin again. Shit <laughs> I mean, I can. No. Because he's not no, good at multitasking. No, no, you can't. Allowed, you can never give him shit ever again. Because <laughs> you just oh, spent no, an totally hour, can. an hour recording with us playing the whole but time. But you would never have known if I hadn't said that. Admit it, you would never have known. Probably fair. I, I, no, I, the point. You seemed distracted, but I just assumed that was something else. Oh wow! Yeah, so you I can get a little distracted. I can get Tasha's for uh, twenty-one dollars. There you go, Chris. All right. After that uh, greatest anime betrayal, uh, let's yep. go ahead and talk about lore. <laughs> the greatest of anime betrayals. Yep. Top ten. That is top ten anime betrayals right there. Yep. Oh, um, Chris. 
before I forget, remind me to talk to you about D&D Beyond after. Okay. 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 Cryptic, off but okay. Wrist. So we've got... That's something we could have texted, but okay. I'm trying to channel my Kevin here. That's something we could have typed in, but okay. Okay, Kevin. Cool. Okay, okay Kev. Uh, I mean, that guys, you really could have... Do it. You really could have just typed that instead of talking about it, but it's okay. It's it's done I now. Could've. It's done. It's done. It's done. I, I could have. I I didn't, but I could have. Uh, so if, this. If you want to, if you want to have a look at Tasha's now, I have it. By the way, I'll take a look at it definitely later. Um, so we are now two weeks in to uh to Shadowlands to Shitterlands. Yeah, to Shitterlands. Two weeks into Shitterlands. Um. So it's safe to start talking about some of the lore yes. implications and things that are happening right now. But before we do um, that, we are going to say, if you haven't leveled through Shadowlands, what are you doing with your life? Um, and if you don't want to be spoiled, leave and come back later. Yeah. But we appreciate you. This is the end of the show for you. We love you. You're this is the end of the show for you. Have a good one. Uh, to find a show, you can... Uh, that's a show to talk to us to... Yeah, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so... Um, where do you want to start, Chris? Because I don't want to go too, too deep because I will want to talk about some of this stuff during the extra episode that we're going to record. Yes. The Which one I thing can't wait for. The one thing we should 100% talk about is the big red elephant in the room. The big red elephant in the room. Yes. So um, <laughs> if in very early when you're doing your questing through Orbos and getting ready to go into after you get through Bastion and some stuff like that, I think it's uh, I think it's after Bastion, right? Uh, uh, no, before Bastion, after this before Bastion and it's uh, after, after the first mall. Yeah, after the first mall. After the first mall before Bastion. OK, so you get a cutscene. Uh, when you are getting information about the Arbiter and why the Arbiter is not working. Well, turns out the Arbiter is the machinery of death. It is the yep. ancient one, I think, is what they're called. Uh, yeah. eh? Eternal one? It's weird. Eternal ones, I think. Uh, no, or is Eternal ones the ones before them? Oh, God, it gets There's confusing. so many There's... weird different names now. It's a yeah. one. They're there a is one. a one. There is a one somewhere. Yes. Well, there, there, there are eternal ones, and I think First there are elder ones? ones or ancient ones or something. I think the eternal ones are the ones that predate our big people. I think the first ones are the ones that are, are predated. I think the first ones are the ones that it predated, and the eternal ones might be them themselves. Okay. Yes. Might be our big ones. Okay, I think that's correct. I think that's correct. Okay, so we've got our eternal ones. The Arbiter is an eternal one. The Jailer is an eternal one. Uh, Winter Queen... Winter Queen. Denathrius. Primus, Denathrius. That Our, should be it. Because there's four, yeah. zones, four zones. Four zones and then one in Orbos. Yeah. Four and ones. the Maw. So there should be six. Six. So Winter Queen, Denathrius, Arbiter. Oh, the Archon. Archon. The Archon. That's the one I missed. Jailer. Who are we missing? Winter Queen, Denathrius, Archon, Archon, Archon Primus. Primus. I missed Primus. Arbiter, Jailer. So it should be six total. Yep. Um, so we've got these six figures that we are going to call the eternal ones at this point, because that's what we think that the name that they used for them yep. is. Yep. If we're wrong, we're wrong. Correct us, please. Yep. Uh, there is also a progenitor group called the first ones. Yep. Who we don't know too we much think about. That's the correct name. 
We think that's the correct name for them. There's a progenitor yeah. group called the First Ones, we think. So you get a cutscene in Oribos, uh, as you are when you get there and they're explaining the anima drop to you. The cutscene shows the Arbiter weaving the souls of the of the material world to their correct homes. And then all of a sudden, Big Red Boy just fucking slams into her shit. <laughs> yep. Just a big old fucking red piece of shit just slams into that that wind chime looking bitch and just fucking knocks her out. Yep. Oh, I love that description. That's adorable. It's the best. You get the sequence accurate. With her, like, we, it's accurate. You get the sequence. It is accurate, like, but it's so funny. I'm saying she, I think that's how they I refer think the to Ar the Arbiter. I think the Arbiter is a she. They, they, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the pronoun they use when they're talking I, about the Arbiter. I think that's the pronoun they use I, for I'm the Arbiter. I'm pretty sure they usually use, yeah, they usually use her, I think. I think. I think, yeah, it's, I speak in her voice and things like yes, that. Yes. I think I, that's the pronoun I they use. I speak for her. I speak for her. Yeah. Yeah, I, and her name. That's the part of literally the, yeah. the she says, and her name. Yep, yep. So uh, the arbiter, uh, I we're pretty certain it's female. <laughs> if I, if we're wrong about this, if we're if we're Mandela affecting this whole thing, please correct us. But um, no, I just yeah. checked gender, female, race, eternal one. There you go. So they are the eternal one. Then perfect. They're the okay. eternal ones. We were right. Okay, we were right. Okay, perfect. So um, this. She's weaving the souls and sending them to the correct afterlives. And then this big fucking red fucking comet shit just slams straight into her in fucking discordant tones and she's fucking knocked out. Yep. Um, so we now know, we've now seen the machinery of death breaking. Yes, we now know what happened. Kind of. We now know what the machinery of death is and we know what happened to the machinery of death. Yes. In broad strokes. And obviously, this has given us a lot in regards to our initial theories. Yep. Of what so broke the machinery. So, if you were here during while we were talking about that, I think we talked about this on the show initially multiple times. Um, I think we've talked about it. Yep. We had, I think it was five or six points that could be the point in time when the machinery yep. of death so breaks. Let's break. Let's break those down. So, the five points yep. that we so had in chronological order. In chronological order, the um, destruction of the lantern. Not chronological order. That's not that chronological is. order, Chris. It is. No, because uh, the original thing, one of the original ones, we had considered Ilganoth at one point. Ilganoth was in there, but I think that was one we like discarded pretty quickly. But it was on the list at some point. Was it? The old gods and fuckery with the Emerald Dream and things of that nature was on the list originally for our very original conversation. Oh, but it was yeah, quickly... for the very, very first one. But then we cut that off. Yeah. Yes, but this is in this is in the interest of, of transparency. Interest of transparency. Okay, so Elganoth and the Old Gods. Mm -hmm. Then the Lantern. Mm -hmm. Then the death of Helia. Mm -hmm. The death of alternate timeline Gul'dan. Gul Daniel. Gul Daniel. And then the, <laughs> the death of the Titan world soul Argus. Yep. And that one was one that we actually discounted. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say uh, there, there's, discounted that. Me, there Seth, is LB. also an addition. Sorry, go on. There's also there's also an additional one that other fans have theorized that you guys didn't. We'll list. go over that one in a second. Yeah, we'll go over that one in a second. Okay. Um, these are these a are just lot of y'all discounted that. Yeah. So initially, me, LB, and Seth all said no. 
that wouldn't be that. It's too late in the expansion for it to have been that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't exactly defending it, but I think I'm the one that you were the you, the you were the place. one that brought it up in the first place, and you were the one that was saying it's, it's it is likely. You're the one that said it was po- yeah. it was it was potential. Yeah, we all discounted. Turns out we were probably wrong. <laughs> probably, I was probably right. You, you were, were probably, probably right. We were probably wrong. Um, so when we watched that cutscene, I asked person to watch the cutscene, and I yeah. brought it up with Chris, and we were talking about it, and it's just like, well, what could be a giant fucking red ass thing that slammed into it? And we were going over a bunch of different things, and then um, LB, LB chimes LB in, and it's like, in. <laughs> LB chimes in, and he's like, oh hey, yeah, you know that uh, Argus on Mythic on his final phase is bright red, right? So yeah, then then I then I went up and looked at the cutscenes, and I went up and I went and looked at the fight for Mythic only, and it was like, oh yeah, so uh, when Argus first spawns in bright red transitions to blue and then mythic only phase bright red it's probably Argus yep. <laughs> it, it, it's it's a much larger soul than the other souls we see in that sequence it's bright fucking red and it is screaming in pain or rage something it is screaming which let's be honest a titan world soul would an, be an larger than a normal titan soul. world soul and that has been corrupted yeah, infantine world soul that has been corrupted would be much larger than any human orc space goat that shows up in the in the uh, in Oribos. and the pain and the screaming and the rage makes a lot of sense with the shit. That's, that's kind of something that Argus the Unmaker does during his whole fight. He yeah, kind of just screams at you. Yeah, that makes sense with the shit that thing that that soul's been through. Yeah, so we're kind of on Team, uh, team Argus. Argus. Yeah, we're kind of on Team Argus I... slamming into the Arbiter because I don't think the Arbiter is really set up to you know process World Souls. No, no, I don't think I don't think so. Um, I also I stand by the fact that I do think the Lantern still has something to do with this. I, I think that's I think the Lantern is something to do with the whole Helia storyline we've got going on. I, I think that is I think that has branched into two separate storylines. I, I still think that the breaking of the lantern caused a crack. I don't think it broke it at all, but I think it did something. I, I'm adamant on this, and I will die by the sword until I am proven wrong. I am adamant of this. I, my money is on the lantern possibly being related to why Helia is in the maw i don't um, yeah no it's 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 probable it's more than likely but i i still have a feeling i have a feeling i did i tell you about where when i was explaining this to my guildies on launch night what one of them said i think you mentioned it i think you mentioned it okay okay like passingly um, when we were when when the when we were watching when we finished watching this cutscene because like I said we were leveling as a four, one of them one of them screamed I think it was Dean screamed out and said, "But what is it? What broke it?" I was like, okay, well this is this is this is the theory that Chris and I have that Gavin and I have um, this that this that and then one of the one of the ones who was listening in had already been through it just said, "You know what? I don't think any of that's true because Blizzard wrote it. It couldn't have been that good." Oh wow! 
Damn! <laughs> wow! <laughs> and Chris and I have both admitted that that's possible also because Yeah, Blizzard, that is also on our list of possibilities. Or Blizzard writes mustache twirling. That's all Blizzard does nowadays. That's actually all Blizzard Absolutely. is good at. That's their two extremes. Paragon, mustache twirl. Yep, that's about all they really do well. I mean, I just have look at the jailer. Good... I mean, like... No, you want a really good example of that? Look at Lillian Voss. Look at Ashara. Look at Lillian fucking Voss. She is this gray, morally gray anti-hero that hates the undead, oh, but also hates the Scarlet Crusade. Is Lillian Voss so, our Deadpool? Basically, she, that's how she started, but now she's mm. now she's aligned with the Horde. She is now aligned with the Forsaken. After the events of BFA. Uh, same with Kalia. Uh, Kalia's oh, aligned yeah. with the in the Horde and the Forsaken now. Yeah, yeah, Kalia's Kalia's Horde now. Yep. Uh, fucking. Uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Derek is aligned with the Forsaken and the Horde now. Yeah, yeah. There's a Proudmoor in the Horde now, yeah. Yep. So Derek, Kalia, and uh, but the thing Lillian is, the, are all aligned. Are all Forsaken aligned the, at least? The thing is, when it comes to the when it comes to at least currently with the events of BFA, there is a tenuous pact and a tenuous uh, non non. Non-aggression, non-aggression treaty between the Horde and the Alliance. So it makes more sense that those characters that were primarily Alliance um, or, or you know, out with the Alliance and Horde with Lillian um, were, are, are the ones that could possibly be the, you know... Bridges. Bridges between the two factions. Especially with, with Talia and Derek. 100% with those two. Talia? Jean- did I say Talia? Yeah, you did. Talia is my D and D warlock. <laughs> Talia is also Bolvar's daughter. Yep. <laughs> so, with especially with Kalia and Derek, you know, f- uh, Arthas's sister, a daughter of a king of uh, the daughter of the king of Lordaeron, and then Derek's brother, last to- heir of the Lordaeron throne, last heir to the throne, Derek, the brother of Jaina Pregmore. Wait, is her kid still alive? Kalia's? What? Yeah. Is her kid still alive? I don't think we've ever had a canonical answer, though. I don't know if we have either. Huh, that's I something to do some research on. Ooh, that's we need to something dig. to do some research on. We yeah. need to dig I'll on have to do one. some digging for that. Because yeah. um, she's... That's, that's kind of the thing. That's why for a while she, everyone was like, oh, she's if Kalia's living... still alive, she could marry Anduin. But then it turns out, no, she's like significantly older she's than Anduin. She's super and older than Anduin and had a kid. But was, Anduin, was her kid a boy or girl i have no idea um unnamed daughter daughter unnamed daughter we could have we could have a royal wedding in our in azeroth <laughs> depends on how old the daughter was depends on how old the daughter was oh that could get God. real weird <laughs> I mean, it depends on the daughter still I mean, alive at this it's point based, also i mean the game if the daughter's still alive the game's based on medieval times she could marry at 12 <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> Jesus um, it's true, um, but yeah, we've got Kalia, and then we've also got Derek, sister to the High Admiral of Colteris, a major faction in the Alliance. This is a good bridge to kind of 
keep it Warcraft, but at the same time, kind of break down those faction barriers. Yeah, it's a distinct possibility of something that could happen. I don't think it'll happen, but I would like to see it happen. Uh, okay. We tangented so Cal- a lot there. <laughs> yeah, we did. Talia is two years older than Arthas, so would have been approximately 38 or 39 slightly before the burning of Teldrassil. Okay. So yeah, that would have been the same. Like age. 20. Oh yeah, if she had the kit, if she had the kit at nineteen. Okay, so um, she was for many years theorized to be Calia Hastings as SI seven. Main theory is that she had married someone named Hastings, assumed a new name in exile, or taken her mother's unknown surname. But that was kind of blown out when she showed up as a fucking forsaken. Now, she didn't right. show up a as a lightborn forsaken. forsaken. She didn't show up as a lightborn forsaken. Okay. She showed up in okay. Legion in the Priest Order Hall as Kalia Manithil. Yep. Okay. Um, okay. Popular okay. respect. But, 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 but let's, let's not dig down this rabbit yeah. hole. We're digging. Fast. We're let's digging. Focused out. We're digging. We need to focus. We need to dig off screen. We can focus on what we're talking about right now. So we know that the Arbiter has been knocked the fuck out. We believe. Based on the it evidence, is Argus, based on the evidence that we have currently, our supposition is that it is Argus's world soul transitioning in a way a world soul should not transition to the realm of death. Now, what we didn't see, or even if it, what we did, what may not have happened, based on what we saw, where did the world soul go after it plummeted and crashed and broke the yeah. Arbiter? Is it some wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey bullshit related to the Shadowlands? Did is it, it something else? Is it inside the Arbiter? Giggity. You never know. Um, there's a lot of really weird speculation going on because... And, and a lot of it relates to the fact that the Arbiter doesn't look like the rest of the Eternal Ones. Yeah. The Arbiter looks very different compared... Very distinct. It's very stylized very distinct look um go ahead should we eventually discuss what we said about uh the arbiter and the jailer is it what i put in hosts i can't see hosts he can't look um so i don't remember us having a conversation about the arbiter and the jailer no that was kim um you and i need to have a chat then <clears throat> That was, okay. That was um, the guildies I mentioned it. So I, I'll say one of the popular suppositions that you'll find right now is that the Arbiter replaced the Jailer. Oh, really? That's one of the popular fan theories that's going around right now is that the Arbiter is not actually an internal one. It is The Arbiter is an artificial construct. That's, that's essentially what Neth posted in, but this is something I'll, that I've been reading yep. up on. I'll be two seconds. This is something I've been reading about. For a very specific reason. Yeah. Other than the fact that she looks more artificial, Chris, she has an orb-shaped device in her chest right where the jailer's hole is. I think Chris is fucked off. Um, Yeah, he did. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah, he took his headphones off and now he's putting them back on and I'm giving a lot of uh, exposition and behind-the-scenes fourth wall breaking right now. Sorry, the people are downstairs. I had to let the dog out. You're good. You missed what uh, I said. Sorry. Go ahead, Neff. 
No, I was just gonna say one of the one of the big theories as the replacement for the jailer is due to the fact that apart from looking a lot more artificial than the other ones, she has an orb-shaped device in her chest in roughly the same location where the so, jailer has a hole in his. That is exactly what one of my guildies brought up. The chest of both of them are pretty much the same. Yep, and uh, another thing that a lot of people mentioned is that maybe the you remember the uh, jailer we saw in the earliest cinematic releases where he looks vastly different than how he does right now? Yeah, well... <laughs> if you overlay the jailer and the arbiter, he looks a lot closer to that version. Really? The shoulders and head specifically look much similar to that original view, Ooh. that original version they released uh, during that cinematic. Oh. So uh, some of the supposition is that the jailer has been split apart. The jailer is a is a bifurcated being uh, of a single uh, eternal one. That's one of the theories that's going around right now, and that the Arbiter is one aspect of this entity, and the jailer is another aspect of the entity. Very similar to what we have with the souls of Uther. Yep, and also with the soul of uh, Varian, when he got uh, knocked the fuck out and got split into two. Yeah, Varian and Logash. Yep. So there's a lot of supposition going around right now that that might be the kind of situation we're looking at. That is and interesting. Because, yeah, because time moves faster, or we don't know exactly how time, time moves. moves weird we assume it moves faster. The time moves weird in the Shadowlands. That we so, know. <laughs> And we've gotten the hints that Sylvanas has been planning this for years. And that this wasn't just a spur-of-the-moment situation like the Bonswamdi kind of information we're getting and the other stuff that we've gotten, you know, kind of... kind of says that this is something that's kind of been in motion for a while. Chris, you're muted. Oh, should we mention Bon Samdi and Mozilla? I haven't even done the other side yet, by You're the way. Not? Oh, I've not done there's the other side so yet. much information that comes from that. Yeah, have not done I've done no dungeons. I've done no dungeons yet. No, no wait, sorry, I did uh, Ruins of uh, Tirna Sith. I did Ruins of Tirna Sith. And that was it. Okay, you and I are doing some dungeons. Um Can I but come? yes. Sure, it'll be normal until until we're both geared for heroics. That's fine. I I want to see the stories. I haven't done many either. Um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on right now that it's hard to get into, and then you also have stuff relating to the Rune Carver, and which there's a lot. Just, there's a lot going on there. Um, there's a lot going on with the Rune Carver. There's a lot going on. With Denathrius, there's a lot going on with the Arbiter. There's a lot going on with the Brokers. With the Winter Queen. I, with the Winter Queen. I'd like to mention the Brokers. Yeah, we can mention the Brokers. Yeah, so the Brokers are like Ethereals. Yeah. But different. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, by the way, Chris, um, I'd just like to mention that you know how I was talking about that... Uh, that uh, duality thing yep. earlier, not with Varian, but before that, yep. where I was talking about, you know, yeah, 
Have you have you thought about that for the brokers? Whereas the 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 brokers are the brokers ones... would be the mirrors of the yeah. ethereal. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 They seem to do a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. Kind of have the whole same weird energy encased sort of vibe. Yeah. yeah. I hate your smugness and arrogance here. <laughs> <laughs> Only here. I have, Only I have, here. I have a writer's mind. Okay, I can't mm-hmm. help it. Mm-hmm. You're an asshole. Yeah, can't help it. I I have like a writer's brain. I understand how these things are kind of like, oh, this is a possibility. This is a connection that could be made. Yep, I know. I'm used to it by now. They have an un- <laughs> they both have an unusual accent. Nowhere the it, ethereals are nowhere near as as the like ethereals Eastern have European a definitive accent. As... The ethereals have a definitive accent comparatively. They're not like in the same exact thing, but Blizzard is very beat you over the head with it. Like where Vin- it's like like Venari is very Eastern European with the accent. Uh, she that's Anna, isn't it? Yeah, it's Anna. It's Anna. It's Anna. Okay. Okay. I was like, I was sitting there, I was listening. I was like, this is Anna, isn't it? This is fucking Anna. Okay. Yep. This is Anna. It's this like, is Anna. It's like kind of East, like it's Eastern European with like a little bit of. Uh, no, that is Middle Eastern slash kind of like Southeast Asian. Oh, okay. Very much. It's very much a Eastern, uh, a Middle Eastern style sort of accent. Maybe, maybe something along. Uh, I'm thinking definitely Egypt. Middle Eastern though. <laughs> Uh, I'm thinking like Egypt, Saudi Arabia, yeah. kind of whole Iraq, sort of like Middle Eastern kind of accent is kind of what I'm reading it as. Yeah. Welcome um, to Azroth Coast to Coast discusses accents. Hey, Something I do. it's pretty important when it comes to breaking down a character. Yep. Yeah. So give yep. us your uh, snark, Nez. Nez? Snath. Nez? Nose? Did you just call her nose? What was that? I may have forgot how to English for a second there. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I mean, you are English, so I, it's okay. I think you I were going you. with a combination of Miss and Neth. <laughs> and they could somehow merge into a really so, weird nothing. You've got the weirdness with the brokers. And let's mention the brokers real quick. So the brokers are basically the ethereals. For the most part, they are facilitators, they're traders, they're uh, exotic good importers and exporters. They run the black market auction. They house. run the black market. Um, they do transmogrification and void storage. And guess what? You haven't seen a single one of. You haven't seen a single ethereal in the Shadowlands. That's weird. You know? You know? Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, so I, I, I'm... My money... So my overall theory is that the Shadowlands is really just a mirror image of the material plane. So you have, like, the brokers. They're a mirror image of the ethereals and vice versa. That's just kind of where I'm going with that. And you could draw some you could draw some uh, suppositions across multiple other uh, multiple other characters and factions that are existing within the Shadowlands that seem to have a uh, that seem to have a parallel in the prime material. Plane. Oh, are we talking about this now? <laughs> uh, I was just going over it in the most barest of terms. 
Okay. Uh, okay. I wasn't gonna go too deep on it. I was just mentioning mostly yeah, the Borgir Ethereal. We can, ethereal we can leave that. We can leave a lot of that stuff for our lore. Our lore oh yeah, with, with 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 the bonus podcast. Yeah, definitely. Um, so there's just a lot of there's a lot of parallels, and I'm gonna tell you all that and say take a look further. There's a lot of parallels you can start seeing, and yeah. it's very interesting very interesting it's it's very um, interesting in the way that they have mirrored so much blizzard does bad dialogue but they do great overall stories even though they're all yeah. retreads yeah even though it's, like, it's retreading the same fucking stories over and over again yeah yeah well there are some cases where they don't do great story do it great. They yep. don't do great overall. Listen, Warlords of Draenor, that just instant turn on its head that made no it's sense. It's not a time travel expansion, guys. No, not even that. The biggest point was Grom suddenly going from this is the big bad to I'm your friend. I'm your friend. Ooh, without ooh. any context, without any reasoning for it. Well, and it's like, uh, you can also say the same of Urel during the Maghar scenario, but no, at the same time, then it's like, they it's like you can four years of history there. Yeah. You could look at it and go like, uh, yeah, this is what happens when the light goes a little crazy with power, which is what I think we're going to see next expansion. It's possible. Uh, we don't know the next expansion's title. So I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a light based expansion. We're going to get back to Azeroth and the current, uh, leader of Stormwind, our good buddy Teralion, is going to have went batshit crazy and taken over and everything's light and beard. I don't know. I'm going to be pleasantly surprised when we go back and Teralion's just like, hey guys, I uh, I took out the trash and uh, fed the dog and made sure the plants were watered. Are we all good? Teralion's just that really good buddy. Be, just that really good buddy who watches your house for you while I'll you're I'll be gone. pleasantly surprised if Teralion is the best house setter all Azeroth, but I don't imagine it's going to be the case. I think he's going to... I think if he's not went full batshit, there's going to be whisperings. Well, I mean, the thing is, you also have to remember shit. that he does have Illyria with him. Because Illyria's not in the Shadowlands. He's got Illyria with him, and Illyria and Teralion together is one responsible human being put together. Barely. Barely. But they've also... Erator <laughs> is there, too. Erator is there as well. Okay, Erator could definitely be... Erator will... De er, er, okay, so between Erator, Teralion, and Illyria, we've got one... At least one we've functioning got one, human being. <laughs> we've got one and eight-tenths of a functioning human being. <laughs> I, I think we'll be fine. You know, we've also got our, our, our good buddy, Velen, is hanging out in the Prime Material still. I, I mm, with with everything that happened with the Markar scenario, I don't trust any major light character anymore. His name was Rakish the Butcher. I don't trust any more, any major light characters anymore. Just because they all have the potential to become what Urel became. Valen being one of them. I think Yorel was a special case being so young and having so much thrust upon her. 
I think that was the I think I think Yorel was a special case, especially because she grew up enslaved on on Draenor. So let's just enslave everyone else. I that happens. The person who's bullied becomes a bully. I was bullied. I'm not a bully. Mostly, yes, you are, Chris. Mostly, yes, you are. <laughs> I am an asshole, but I'm a good person overall. Yeah, I wouldn't say Chris is a bully. If you're watching it on Twitch, you can't see me pulling faces at you. I'm watching the Twitch. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that's very much a situation of someone who had no power suddenly has all of the power and it kind of goes a little to their head. I think that was the URL situation. That the light, and I think it was also designed to show that the light can be just as much of a corrupting influence as the dark as the void can but the thing the thing the thing with that though is that the light only became a corrupting influence like that once the legion was gone from draenor once there was no more legion interference and it was just them living happily that's when the light took over and said that if or it could have been light, a situation it could have been a situation of Yorel going a little nuts we don't know that's the problem the problem we don't yeah. know what you, you also have to remember that you also have to remember that uh their pr that alternate timelines prime naru is gone or is that our prime naru our prime naru is gone our prime naru is gone yeah that was their alternate yeah. timeline prime naru that that went batshit and for and got your girl to do all this that's what i think yeah that's that's my guess is because we know xeros was not Strictly a trustworthy individual. No, morally gray, to say the least. Yeah, so I'm thinking that, yes, Xeros probably was involved in that, but the Naru are not the light. The Naru, the Naru are, the are a manifestation of, of the light. Yeah, they're an embodiment of light, but they are not the light itself. Yeah, but when you... when when you are essentially the god or higher being of a people like the Naru are to the Draenei, then, you, yeah, you kind of are the light. I think a bit too much of importance has been... I think that the, the Draenei place too much importance on the Naru. I agree entirely. I don't think the Naru but, are quite as important as the Draenei believe them to be. But who has Turalyon been fighting alongside with for the last thousand years? A bunch of crazy religious zealots, yes. I'm just saying it's giving more evidence and plausibility to my theory. I think your theory's poop and you're poop. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should wrap this up and save some of your tinfoil hat shit for the actual <laughs> podcast. We are, we are like 10% into this. Yeah, this is like uh, a fraction of everything we could talk about. <laughs> there is a bunch of other stuff. We have not talked about the Rune Carver. We've not really gone too much deeper into the Jailer. We're We've not, got all the shit going so on with much the Winter Queen. The Winter Queen completely. That whole... Um, yeah, Sarah, everything else. There is a lot of stuff to go into, but we're not going to go into that this week. That's when we do our lore podcast episode special. That is going to be three hours of us just 
bullshitting. You yeah, understand that, but right? you know, but you know, three hours of us bullshitting is really, really I am, fun. You understand? I'm gonna have to bring my fucking coffee maker back upstairs. Yes, I'm probably gonna have to bring uh, some kind of coffee maker or something up as well. Uh, Kevin's gonna hate us because it's gonna be a three-hour show. It's gonna be a three-hour show of us just slurping. And if I was still smoking, I would have the red pins and everything. I would go full. It's always sunny on the back wall back there. <laughs> Oh no, we need to. The Winter Queen no, no. connects to the Jailer, we connects to the Eternal so, Ones, connects to the First Ones, I, and it all intersects on Pepe Silva. Can I ask that you actually set that up and get get your wife to take a photo of that? I can do that. I can Because that is going to be amazing. Just get some printouts like the Winter Queen and the Jailer and get some, get some shit pinning everywhere. That'll be it all amazing. goes back to Pepe Silva. <laughs> Oh, I want you to yes, do that so much. I can 100% do that. Because <laughs> that'll, be that'll, be, that'll be a perfect meme. That'll be the perfect meme. I can, we, can, we, can do our perf, we can do the perfect It's Always Sunny in Azeroth, which I believe is another podcast. It is, it is. No, that was also, <laughs> uh, there was a classic guild I was in, Always Sunny in Kalimdor. Jesus Christ. All right. I think we're going to cover this. I think we're going to wrap this up uh, because I just think we can just ramble for another 45 minutes. Oh, we, yeah. We've gotten rambling. about... Yeah, I was going to say, we've got about 45 minutes of uh, of, of lore talk that really wasn't lore talk because you just kind of bounce all over the fucking place. Um, like, as we are... Yeah, but that's what most of our lore talks become. Yeah, Neff, final thoughts. I don't really have any. Was it too much Was it too much for you, love? No, I'm just... I, I enjoy listening to you guys talk talk about lore because i like the lore of the game but i admit that there's a lot of it that i don't know and so i love listening to your tinfoil hattery because it it's fun yep uh chris final um, thoughts i cannot wait till we discuss denathrius that's gonna be fun uh my final thought is i can't wait to talk about the rune carver Oh, there's so many things that's going to be just funny set and chat. It's just, just discuss and just throw ideas at each other. 100% well. <laughs> yes, do that or don't do that. Um, apparently, don't hunt treasures while you're podcasting or people will yell at you. Yes, accurate. Uh, don't farm treasures in Revendrath while you're podcasting. Chris, uh, while the screen's fucked up. Yep, I'm fixing ahead. the screen. Uh, but don't uh, play video games, or we will throw things at you. Not just show you. All right. Uh, if and... you're gonna throw things at me, I request it be scotch and shortbread. I was thinking rocks. I was thinking that if you're gonna throw anything at me, uh, yeah. Glenfiddich and strippers. I don't know. The cams, the cams are messed up. Craig is they're they're dick. fucked. Craig's being a dick. This fucked. is it. This is what we're this is what we're working with. They're, we're fucked. All right. Um. So that's gonna be the show for this week, folks. Start to start the week. You can find us on Twitter. The show at SRCTC. Kevin, of course, is at SwingCat with a K. Chris is, of course, at Akari underscore Bag. I am at Gavril underscore Et. That's two eyes, one L. Neth is at Nethwinch to send emails to the sh- to the show to give us feedback at feedback at azerothctc.com. We'd love to hear from you. Join us live on Saturdays here on Twitch when we record and stream this show at twitch.tv slash azerothctc. For links to today's show, you can visit our website at www.azerothctc.com to check our show notes. Shoot us a review on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, whatever the fuck it is that you listen to us on. Say the jailer's dick, yo. 
the jailer's a dick, yo. Yo. Yo.